0: So the other day, Pastor Carl and I are driving down to Best Pro Shops to buy a, a fishing rod and reel with some birthday money and uh, hanging out, and we had this great conversation about the times. And uh, because of the trust, because of the relationship, because of perspective, we were able to, to have such a fruitful conversation <clears throat> that the thought came up as, you know, what if we were to do this or something like this again with microphones in front of us? Um, good morning, Pastor Carl, by the way. Good morning. And uh, I I enjoy your perspective on life, and just so so people understand what I mean by that, your perspective. Tell us your why it is <laughs> as you speak into all these these issues, particularly on on race and inner city and suburbs and poverty and you know all injustice and justice. Like what why why would you have a perspective on it that that would be uh,
1: that would kind of help everybody understand? Sure. Uh, Well, uh, because I'm a bit of everything, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I I mean, first and foremost, I'm a believer and my kingdom culture supersedes every other culture um, that I'm a part of. I love that. And I think that's important for every believer out there to understand. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. I think that pretty much sums (laughs) it up. It really does. right? I'm joking, but it it, really. It does. does. Let's start there. It doesn't. I would say it doesn't eliminate those other cultures; it puts them into their proper perspective. Right. Um, so that being said, you know, I, I'm, my mother's white, my father's black. Um, I grew up in, you know, row homes in Philadelphia. Um, when I was brought home from the hospital, it was to a condemned apartment building. Our furniture was milk crates, and right. you know all of that jazz and you know I uh, but I also went to a private Christian um, elementary middle and middle school um, an academic plus high school went to college lived on a campground you know moved to a small town so I you know 18 years in the city the rest of it you know in rural rural and suburban areas so yeah I mean you you kind of experience a little bit of every part of life you know experience a little bit of of everything yeah you know and
0: you're telling me about the neighborhood you talk about row houses in philadelphia mm-hmm. but one of the things was that was a real cultural
1: melting pot. oh yeah it was like a little united nations yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know my my neighbors to the left of us were filipino to the right were colombian you know across the street was puerto rican and there was white and black and uh, you know korean down the street and uh cambodian up the street and yeah i mean it was literally uh, uh, you name the nationality it was right. probably represented in some way on that street you and know
0: it's funny you name all those those nations and you're you're a child right you're 10 years yeah. old and and you're you're there's games there's neighborhoods mm-hmm. there's the street plays kickball with that street or i mean what's tell me about like as, as children were you ever aware of I know you're aware of race because there's language, there's food. I mean, when you said that, my mouth started
1: watering. Like, please say there was a (laughs) problem once a month that everybody went to. Oh, yeah. No, there was no shortage of eating. I didn't get this way by
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what what was it as a child? Was it us against them anywhere? Or as children, were you just – it was Bob and Fred and Joe? No, it
1: was way more – I mean, there was definitely certain things that you – you, you know, buttons you knew to push and words you knew to say that would really make right, a certain nationality, a certain ethnicity mad, you know. Name some of them. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, you know, I, I think that instilled in me a sensitivity where – You know, people that will say things around me today or make jokes about that nationality or that whatever, you know, like there's while I may not be, you know, Korean, you know, or have that Asian ethnicity within me, I cringe a little because some of my friends growing up were, you know, while I may not be Hispanic, you know, hearing some of those jokes, I cringe a little because, you know, my one of my best friends growing up was Colombian. Right. You know, my brother's wife is Puerto Rican. You know, right. so you, you, there are these things that you hear from people that you're like, ah, no, please don't do that. Right. You know, <laughs> because I knew those people growing up. You That's know?
0: interesting because I, I think that one of the one of the problems with uh, ghettoized uh, culture, where you know only this ethnicity lives in this neighborhood, only that ethnicity oh, yeah, lives no, in that, that neighborhood, wasn't the case you at all. You can see where there wouldn't be a uh, if there's no knowledge, no relationship, then
1: it's not far from no trust. Right. And no trust becomes fear. Right. Fear
0: becomes anger or, or yeah. aggression.
1: Yeah, I, I feel really blessed to have had that kind of background because it did help me have the sensitivities to, you know, other other plights than my own, you know, other um, challenges that came with other ethnicities than just what was found in my particular culture which is a you know different one in and of itself so yeah and i now go back to that your mother's white your father's black Mm -hmm. um
0: did so when you say my my culture my particular culture amongst the kids you were playing with were you uh, a white guy were you a black guy were you
1: um, half white half black guy were you yeah yeah half white half black you know it's one of those things and you know uh all right sure let's go (laughs) (laughs) you know you you see the issues on multiple fronts because you're both and neither at the same time you know right and and depending on who you run into you know so i i have been treated um worse by white people when they find out that i'm half black not that i try to keep it a secret i think most people that know me are well aware that i don't keep that a secret (laughs) in any way shape or form Mm -hmm. um and i've and i've been treated as a fascinating anomaly Mm -hmm. when certain white people find out that i'm half black suddenly i'm the only urban you know (laughs) person that they know and so it's like have, have you ever like seen a a man die and it's like <laughs> what the hell are you talking about like, like, like what like you're a combat <laughs> you, have a cop, you, you know like have you ever like yeah. you know like robbed a person no oh i'm like oh no. i've had those questions yeah you know um, just when they find out that you you grew up in that urban environment and are black suddenly you're you know the amount of time i've been asked to touch my hair is ridiculous oh. <laughs> So, to but, but that's both, that's both sides. I've had that from yeah. black people too. And, you know, the flip side of that coin also, I've been treated better when black people found out that I'm half black and I don't want that either. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want, you know, I, I don't want to be treated better or worse because of what I am. I want to be treated because I want to be celebrated because yeah. of what I am, you know. Yeah. So by the content of your character, not the color of your yeah, skin. yeah. You know, yeah. but but the color of my skin is part. It's a part of yeah. who I am. So I, and that's part of the reason for those of you out there who talk about being colorblind. Like I, it is a part of who I am. Yeah. And so what you're saying is, I refuse to see that part of you. it I refuse to see, or it. it's almost like I, I choose to overlook, even though you are. Does it feel that way to yeah. you when people say that? And I don't know that it matters. It, what what the message that I hear when I say that is yes, I understand that's a part of you. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. It's it's too complicated for me to wade into. And it's like, eh. Right. And if that's not what you mean, great. Let's have a conversation. But that's but you're how very it proud feels.
0: Of the fact that your father's a black man proud. and the black culture. Yes. And, uh, yes. This, I mean, your dad's a stud. Yes. Your, your he dad's is. fist <laughs> is the size of two of my yes. fists. Yes. Boxer. <laughs> <laughs> what he dropped out of school at a certain age to provide his for his mm-hmm. family, right? Like, yep. about thirteen or something.
1: There's right? was... uh, eight of them. Yeah, and he he dropped out of school in tenth grade to um to work to provide for yeah. the rest of the. He's third oldest, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he worked for the next fifty years. Uh, to uh, him for yeah, family. I and... mean, more a heck of a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like he just what's he seventy seven. He just retired. Like, yeah maybe seven years or so. I know he worked, he worked until he was about 70. Yeah. Well, so. even now it's like, Hey, let me, you know, oh, yeah. how can I help? Yeah, no, what no, do no. I do? How do I serve? He's not do a I, yeah. sit down for hours anymore. He is slowing down a little. Sorry, dad. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. I think he's, I he still might, yeah. might be able to get in a punch or two. Now. <laughs> <laughs> or at least outrun him. Right. Yeah. With, with oh hip yeah. Replacement, the replacement, well, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Stick and he's move, got, man. He's got a cane. Stay, stick and move. Yeah. Stay outside the cane. <laughs>
0: So you, you talked about questions that people have asked you in, in the season. I've watched people say, "Hey, can we talk?" And I've watched you approach people, "Hey, we need to talk." Sure. You know I mean, what's the most common sort of question? What's the most common question? And, and I think because not everybody has your cell phone number, but but sure. people are asking those questions for a reason, and they're nodding their heads as you're answering for a reason. It's it's helpful. So sure. What's what's the number one question people are asking? Uh,
1: how can they help? Mm-hmm. You know, that's I think probably the biggest. Uh, question that get which is such a cool question you know and I know that there's a thousand different answers because you know the reality we've had this conversation before but the reality is you know we've never known a world without some type of pride in such self that leads to looking down at others mm-hmm. you know and so there's no like oh step one step two step three like there everybody that's giving opinions on how to do this right now is really just opinions mm-hmm. you know on what they think is going to help. Um, so, you know the the things that I have seen you know people coming and saying and you know all those conversations, but the big common question at the end is normally what do I do. You know right. what's the and what's your answer to that question? What do I do? Uh, well, first, I mean, pray. That's a big, good one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if only there was a series yeah, going yeah, on yeah, simultaneous. You know? Well, and it's funny because the more the more I think about that series, the more it's like, man, it it attacks the foundational things in this, and I I do understand the people out there that the fact they want more than the foundational things Mm -hmm. you know they want action and that's where it's uh, like i think that's why it's so important to start with prayer to start with making sure especially believers that are passionate about this stuff if i'm not consistently connected to the father it's going to be worldly ways not godly ways that we bring about change you know um what's the benefit of godly ways
0: versus the disadvantage of ungodly ways? Like, like let's say the world changes. Sure. And God changes it. I think we know that one. Okay. God's changed the hearts of men. There is unity. There is peace.
1: Then there's the other one. I'm going to take you on a history lesson, Okay, which is funny for you. Yeah. yeah, I love history lessons. (laughs) Once upon a time. Um, so you know, slavery ends 1860 something, right? Um, Hundred year, Years of Jim Crow Laws. Um, if you don't know what Jim Crow Laws are, please look those up. Um, it's basically a, a quote-unquote legal extension of slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, so this stuff, institutionally, you can argue, theoretically ends in the 1960s. Yeah, 64. You know. um, mindsets don't. Mindsets don't end. Especially after like you're saying, four hundred yeah. years of slavery and hundred years of Jim Crow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And you're and you know, my dad was born in forty three hmm. and so the, the times that he he lived under those laws. Right. And there are people that are still alive today that lived under those laws. So you, you can make illegal institutions, but you can't make illegal mindsets. Right. You know, like it just you it, you can't do that. And so the people that are making laws today, the people that are enforcing laws today, the people that are, you know, that are in positions of power, you know, are have, are following a system and following a mindset born out of a system that really isn't that old being done with you know 60 years that's not a that's a generation that's not even right after 500 years yeah you know so you've got these ingrained you know and and i think even the trauma from the black community there's this ingrained something you know i think within that entire community that is kind of like what like this is not that long ago and i know for people born in the 60s and people born in the 70s and 80s such as myself and and so on and so forth you just you just kind of think that that this is the way it's always been we've never had these laws and we don't have these mindsets and it's like oh sweetheart like mm-hmm. no 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 <laughs> right you're you're so ingrained in that mindset that you don't know that <laughs> you know it's it's whatever so i You know, I I think when people ask how to help, you know, obviously starting with prayer puts my mindset in I'm going to help solve this problem from a heart perspective before anything else. Right. Starting with my own. Exactly. Exactly. And so how how does God view people, period? How does God view ethnicities? How does God view... Myself, How does God want me to view, you know, all of these people? So that that's where I would say the difference is from a worldly perspective. Yeah, laws and reform and, you know, different. I, I don't think it's bad to take a look at our history and say, is this really the way it went down? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad to, and I think there's respectful ways to do that. Um, I don't think it's bad to take a look at our motives and say, like, I mean, that's introspective, a fabulously biblical concept, <laughs> you know, like, you know, maybe you should look at your motives and how you actually, you know. <laughs> Search me and know me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you know, it comes Psalm to this issue that I'm right. Because my grandmother told me. Yeah. Wait, it's not 123, is it? I don't know. Whatever it is. I David said it. Yeah. That's David it. said it. There yeah. you go. You know, so looking at that and then from there I would also say you know one of my favorites to kind of make sure people understand is you know hold your community accountable mm-hmm. you know and I don't mean community like Fenton like walk around Fenton and be like hey don't do that yeah, <laughs> you know that stuff right. please don't do that speaking of COVID-19 yeah, yeah. right yeah. oh gosh <laughs> but I think like you know if you hear your your mom your dad your brother your sister your friends your your family you know making that joke, saying that comment, you know, tell them that's not okay. Yeah. You know, like that's, that, that's not, that's not cool. You know, I, I was talking with someone in the lobby, you know, during uh, one of the drive-ins, I'm, I'm, on, I don't have their permission, so I'm not going to say their name or anything, yeah. but, you know, they were telling me about having a conversation with their dad and it's just the dad saying some really rough racial stuff and they were like hey that's not cool like right. please stop yeah. doing that and i'm like yeah like that to me that kind of foundational with your people that you have a relationship with whether you're white or black or hispanic or a- whatever like i like it, this isn't just a white and black thing and it's just not just a white to black thing but in those communities that you have your loved ones your ones that you do right. life with you actually have influence yeah. right you yeah. saying hey no 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 no! please don't do that please don't say that please don't you know that's not that's not cool you right. know i i think that is one of the most powerful things that i can do for my and that's why i've enjoyed these conversations so much is it's people seeking something and me being able to say eh. You know, I. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know, and I'm gonna have more of those. So that
0: I was born in 65, 64. You know, the the civil rights uh, mm-hmm. acts were were signed. You know, so uh, no more segregated bathrooms, no more segregated drinking fountains. Anybody can sit on any seat of the bus they want. Sure. You know, 68, Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy are both uh, shot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Malcolm X, someone there as well. Uh, riots broke out all over the United States, and I, I can see why. It, with the Martin Luther King saying nonviolent, 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 right. and somebody shoots him, like that's it. Yeah, you know, I mean we sure. we've held our peace as long as as we right. can. Detroit uh, in '68, I think it was yeah. just two thousand buildings. They call in federal troops, all that kind of stuff. But I, so I'm a child during this. I don't know it. I'm not conscious of it. I remember right. the Vietnam War ending and the last POWs coming home. So about '72 would have been my first political conscious thought i remember mm-hmm. nixon resigning I'm, I'm not a crook and then he was you know yeah. that kind of stuff tremendous season of upheaval uh distrust in authority mm-hmm. and, and for good reasons they, they've been untrustworthy I, now i'm a teenager uh i've been through uh, my own my own life my own situations i've been I, i'm afraid of Uh, people because of experiences I've had you know what I mean I've been beaten by people and so I'm afraid of older people you know bullies I'm afraid of of uh, racial Mm -hmm. issues that I I face down in Florida you know Um, so I'm scared well scared is not far from angry because angry makes you more powerful than you really are Mm -hmm. you know then I go to Haiti I get saved at 16 17 I go to Haiti I see people dying and they're not my enemy, and it breaks my heart. I mean, Jesus is in there now, so that yeah. helps a lot. Yeah. And then I came home, and I, I remember being around mostly people's parents and grandparents mm. that would use the N-word, that would um, prove to me. You know, one one drunk guy at an open house, So yeah. it was the, the father of a good friend of mine went to her open house for graduation, and he was using profanity, uh, at, you know, racial profanity, and I corrected him on it at his home, and he's drunk. and. And he, to prove to me that he's not racist, he, he said, "I am not racist. I even kissed one once. That kind of oh, stuff." So it's geez. like, "Oh, great." That's I remember laughing, going, "You don't think you're racist?" But I, I guess what I, I can't imagine somebody using the N word now in casual language. That's that's changed. And and those who it hasn't changed, it's just ignorance. You would look and say, "You're just ignorant." Like sure. you you're refusing to to respond. That's not a cultural thing. It's a sure. it's a human thing. You know? Um, do you see that I mean, this next generation coming up? You know what I mean. So now, they were born in in the '80s instead of the '60s, like you were. Right. Have you seen significant shifts for towards in the right direction, or was that a, a short-lived 20-year season of my life that kind of stalled?
1: You know, that's hard because I wouldn't want to judge. Um swaths of this country by my own experience Mm -hmm. you know i would imagine that there are places that it's a lot worse and places where it's a lot better i i as odd as this sounds i feel like my wife growing up in flint having you know two black stepfathers faced more (laughs) racial (laughs) discrimination and And slurs than I did, you know. Um, But, you know, I, I, so she would have a different experience. Um, I've also been told that I, (laughs) I guess I'm a little naive in the sense that, you know, there were times that Faye is like, yeah, that was totally a racial thing. And I'm like, it was? (laughs) (laughs) In what way? Against white people? Uh, Against me. Okay. You oh, they're being racial towards you. Yeah, and you didn't pick up on yeah, it. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. You know, so it. I thought you were being like prejudiced towards white yeah, people. I'm no, trying to no, imagine no. what that would no, look like. Oh, I yeah. don't. Yeah. No. But it, it's kind of one of those things where you're just like, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I can only share what my experience is with that. And what I would say is growing up. You know, I had people openly tell me, again, once they knew I was half black, that we could not associate with each right. other. That's my generation. Yeah. You know, that's... Right, that's that was my, born in the 80s. Right. Yeah. You know, that's that's my... Those were people that were classmates and... You think Trey will face that? Your son? I don't... You know, Trey, my kids, uh, and I I don't know any other way to say this, so I'm just going to say it. My kids look white. Mm-hmm and we live in a 99.5% Caucasian community. So, yeah. you know, I, I think, in a, and I look white for the most part. You know, I have features that my kids don't have, you know. Um, so I, I think uh, I think they'll run into a lot of the same thing I did in the sense that when people find out, what they are, mm-hmm. you know, they they may face a different challenge. That they may change people's perspective exactly. of them, you know. And so I, I don't I would say that I think you know you mentioned the n word being used in casual conversation. I would say that I don't I don't think it's a socially acceptable word um, mm-hmm. anymore depending on the circle that you run in and right. the comfort that sure. you use it you know i i know that there are people that with their friends and with their family are perfectly fine using that word hmm. but wouldn't dare say well
0: it. And, and that has changed because it was it was on tv if you look at saturday night live uh the jeffersons archie sure. bunker it was a word that was used on primetime television sure. and you'd never sure. it would you know i'm saying it would a writer wouldn't put it in the script right. today, right. you know? I, so I, I think that there have been changes. And it, along with language and social perception, I want to shift our conversation a little bit to social media mm. because I think most of the the passionate have found a platform uh, on social media. I think some are doing it really well. I think some people have um, enjoyed um, the using of a platform uh, to educate, to inspire, to remind, and others have done it to denigrate and mm, demean sure. and, and defeat. So, so, social media help help us help humanity. What? <laughs> I mean, there's 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 rules of civilized debate, right? As soon as you call me a name, in some ways, you said I have I no longer have something sensible to say. All that's left is is shame. And so I'm going to use the the weapon of you're an idiot or Jane, you ignorant, you know, whatever you are. So beyond, I mean, there's some obvious rules, although when we're passionate and we're upset and we've been offended, it's not so obvious. And I get that. I I, Probably the best thing that's happened to me with social media is being off of it and that I'm a pastor. So I have to remember it's not just my opinion. I'm representing a group of people and I'm representing God. You know what I mean? So I don't have the luxury of of just body slamming somebody verbally and yeah. leaving the room. I think
1: that's the frustrating part with it is that's actually more people than what they know in good and bad ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think you know the the believers that you know either speak poorly, horribly <laughs> on a on a specific subject, or yeah. you know ones that speak really well. You know, I I think. I think every believer, you know, we represent a specific organization within the kingdom, yeah, you know. Right. Um, but every believer represents Christians, you know, and that's right. I think that's the frustrating part is people that you know, will sit back and say, "Well, I understand you can't say anything because you know, you're a pastor at the church, but I can." And it's like, "Well, no, you're a believer, you shouldn't you know I, what I mean? Like right. that's not a level and I, I'll I'll take this to the COVID stuff. You know, what what's heartbreaking to me and I, mean, I don't I don't obviously like every decision that she's made, but to see people to see the words they use to describe our governor mm-hmm. is sad, you know. And I'm not I'm not saying like it's your right to speak out and it's your right to say your have your opinion and say what you would prefer to have happen. But to see the name calling and mm-hmm. the, the the petty little crap that's just like, but that's not how God sees Governor Whitmer. You right. know, like right. that's not. And I and I would say the same within this is in our conversations with each other. You know, I, you can disagree with a person's viewpoint of the gospel, and you know that to me is very. Uh, evident in all of this I, I, I understand the gospel to mean ABC well I understand it to mean XYZ and then it's this contest of which understanding is superior yeah of the other and you're yeah. like oh my gosh you guys are just heads and tails you are literally the yeah, same, same coin, coin yeah. shot up. Yeah. like you know like say it again you, you need <laughs> each other it's not yeah. you know what you're saying are not mutually exclusive things they are literally point a and point b they yeah. are literally the same part of this long stretch of thing that we call the gospel and I really wish you guys would realize that instead of arguing about it so publicly, you know right. so I, I think there's you know when it comes to social media, I, like how how does God view that person has got to be my number one, you know right, right. my number one motivation in talking with someone about that. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, the race, stuff, I mean, it's white hot right now, you know, on, on social media land. There's,
0: you well, know, something funny. I got off social media three, four weeks ago because we're meeting again. So right. I, I don't, am not doing the daily teachings. Right, I deleted right. the app and I'm, I'm, right. I'm done until the next pandemic or, you know, global yeah. crisis. Oh, so man, Tuesday, say that. next Tuesday, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, we, we had a conversation <laughs> late at night with someone that was going through some stuff part of that stuff was talking about what's been going on on social media and their involvement in it and mm-hmm. their future involvement in it mm-hmm. and uh we hung up the phones 11:30 at night I looked at my wife and i said Do you want to hear something funny she said what i said i didn't know that was still going on i'm not on social media right. I'm, not, right. I'm not watching the news i'm not on social media and i thought it had all died down oh, she yeah. said oh jim no it's it's no. it's 10 times more than it was three or four weeks ago when you got off social media and i was shocked because uh, in my day-to-day life, I hadn't. It's
1: not a part of it. We we hadn't sure. talked. I hadn't seen sure. it.
0: I had nobody threw a brick at a cop. Nobody, you know, nobody right. uh, used the n-word. Nobody. Right. I live in a pretty polite, reasonable, listening world. Right. Uh, I think either that, right. or I'm, I'm in a very small part of it that that is ignorant to the rest of it. But I was I was surprised that when I did get back to look at, at some conversations that had caused people concern, I, I saw I thought, wow, I, I had, not you know, sure. if if you sure. would just turn it all off. And love your neighbor and pray. And uh, you, I see a look on your face yeah. no, no, okay. So help me out. <laughs> well, a- add to he- that.
1: Here's the thing. Like I, I think social media, you know, uh, 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 the saying of, you know, social media is a microphone that no one earned. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of truth to that. It can be. Yeah. Um, but it's also a microphone and sometimes needed one, you know, and I, I think there are, yeah, I I think the danger with social media is preaching to the choir. We we had that conversation and that's, if you, if you say something um, long enough and loud enough and don't figure out how to speak the language of the people that you're attempting to get, to see your point, who cares? Right. What difference does it make what you post if the only right. people that are responding are saying "Amen"? Yeah. Then what what have you done? You've done nothing. So you're, you know you're on social media and you're sure. engaging it quite a bit.
0: Do you know anybody whose mind has gone from A to Z because of a a, a public disparaging debate and no. I use the word disparaging Yeah. so no. once it becomes personal we have to admit that we're probably just fighting for our own territory right. sure. not fighting sure. for the cause that we, we yeah. claim true
1: okay. I, I have used social media to be the launching point yes for conversations right. that lead to change minds and
0: those that are bold with their thumbs I assume are more humble to your face
1: oh yeah 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 right <laughs> oh yeah and and honestly, those that are bold with their thumbs very rarely want to meet face to face. Interesting, you know. Yeah. But I would say, you know, going into those conversations, like I, again, I, I don't want to preach to the choir. Yeah. I don't I don't want to say stuff and to have the people that have the same ideology that I have go yeah that's so that's so true and yeah. the people that don't have the same ideology as me just completely turn me out because of the right. way right that i communicate can we can we know? close
0: with that thought because sure. i think
1: that's important
0: if you are passionate and you want to see change regardless of the issue it's masks not masks governor Whitmer, not governor Whitmer. it's it's sure you know race relations etc sure. the it, it how far is too far how do i know when my comments are now harming the cause that i care about like what because you've done this well for a long time what at what point is my my commentary become what's that new word everybody's using vitriol 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 Vitriol? yeah yeah
1: what's i don't know what it means but it sounds bad so (laughs) what what point did it become like help me out oh boy that's a that's an on the spot one I'd, I guess I'd say a couple of things. One, um, I personally want to just retreat and be around people who agree with me. Sure. You yeah, know, I, I yeah. would say that's, you know, I, 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 just, I just want yeses and amens and, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, another thing I'd say is that I'm ready and almost wanting a fight. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've had those moments on social media where that person says that thing and it's like, oh baby, I can roll in the mud too. And I can, sure. and there are those of you out there can, right? that know yeah. I can roll in the mud yeah. on social media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, there's enough
0: ammunition on any topic. On exactly. Both sides. Uh, maybe exactly. maybe the reason there is an issue is because there's a reasonable sure, series of sure. truths that contradict each right. other. There's
1: a million different opinions about a million different yeah. topics about a million different. And that's just blah, that's just two people that got just, together for coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I you know I, I think those those things where it's like I, I want to fight. I want to only be around people that you, you know on yeah. social media who you know I, I find myself attacking. Um, I'm starting to take the uh, a couple of different approaches where I'll get a message or somebody will reply to something and um, particularly if it's it's at night, I'm not going to respond to this right now. So
0: a set of ground rules. Yeah. Like if it's at night and we're going to start a three hour thread.
1: And and I've lived an entire day. And is it really wise for me to respond based on whatever kind of day that has been? Right. You know, so it's not necessarily about, oh, this is going to take two or three hours. It's I've got the weight of a day, whatever that day is on me do I really want to respond out of, <laughs> you know, yeah. out of that day? And I want to respond with wisdom, you know, like, so and I, that takes time sometimes. We need to wrap it up
0: because it's, it's becoming, um, you know, uh, sure. longer than the average attention sure. span. I hope people have enjoyed this. But I, my takeaways from this, Pastor Carl, are one of the things I love that you said was when I, when I see things um, that are getting out of control, I invite people to coffee. Yes, I, I, I love that. Instead of continuing some sort of a verbal jihad, you know what I mean, in, sure. in front of unbelievers, in front of believers, that, that infuriates both sides, you settle it by saying, let's meet. And if they're reasonable people in a reasonable mood, and I think those are two separate things. So sure. Reasonable people, sure. number one, and also in a, re- a reasonable place to have a reasonable conversation. Right. They take you up on it gratefully. And some have approached you because they've said they've crossed lines and said, man, I— Can I talk to you? Because I'm really frustrated. I don't know how to be unfrustrated, but I want to be a person of peace. So I think that that, uh, it's time for fathers and mothers, and that's not your age, that's not chronology, that's your maturity, that's your position, that's your wisdom, and the body of Christ to begin to have conversations
1: that have eyebrows
0: and smiles and frowns, and you know what I mean, versus thumbs. Because I know one of the problems with texting, uh, not just social media, but texting, I can't tell what mood you're in, I I can't hear the tone of your voice. And what's common for me is to fill in with my insecurities or my past experiences or fears. You're attacking me when you just said, what do you want for lunch? I'm like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you I mean, the word we're, we're, the in a yeah, challenging right. way. Yeah, Who, like, who's the? You <laughs> <know? Right>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for your time. Yeah. And and I, I guess uh, in the comments section, will there be comments below this, Josh? Are we going to be doing that? Okay. In the comment section below, if there's some questions maybe that, that we didn't ask, you would like to privately message in case there's any <laughs> chance that question might frustrate somebody. You can do that, or just put it out there uh, and say, "I, I, I wish you guys could discuss, you know, these issues." And I hope that this is helpful. Uh, again, if you have a negative comment, this really hurt my feelings. This upset me. I want you to know, I love you, but this is not the place for you to 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 blast something you disagree with. Um, no one respect. Uh, the people that are serving you right now, and uh, if you have an issue, again, private message. I'll meet you for coffee, Pastor Carl. will meet you for coffee. Absolutely. We can explain positions, things that we've talked about, questions that have been asked, or why Josh was completely silent during the entire thing. <laughs> That's all of that. All of that can be can be yeah. explained. Yeah. So, yeah. We I, love you. We're praying for you, Pastor Carl. Land the plane.
1: Yeah. I just I, I would add to that and say, uh, if if anything. I'm always up for conversations. I I hope that's one of my strong suits is agree, disagree, I'm willing to sit down and talk about yeah. it, you know, and and in a respectful manner. You know, I'm I'm going to sit down and have conversations with people this week that were you know, had, had their piece on social media, but because I feel like I'm able to cross some of those bridges and have respectful conversations, we're going to talk, you know? And and so if, if anything here piqued your curiosity or you agree with or disagree with, or, or, or want to know deeper thoughts on that stuff, I'm always up for, you know, those conversations and, and whatnot you know
0: so yeah, I, I think people are a little upset at me. the new covenant because the old covenant you got to kill your enemy you know what i mean <laughs> but i'm telling you in the new covenant you can kill your enemy the, the weapons are different the yeah. weapon the weapons are coffee and sure. peaceful conversation yeah. and wisdom yeah. and truth but but in in destroying the the anger the unforgiveness the fear you are destroying what was your enemy because yeah. it's not it's not flesh and blood anymore right. it's stuff that's inside right. of us that needs to be right. exposed and that's so and forgiven and realize. healed yeah so maybe that's our next one yeah so thanks for joining us today i hope it's been helpful we love you praying for you and we'll talk to you again soon